0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Triple B.
1: We are Grant and Rebecca, two Purdue students and best friends who love talking anything sports.
0: From Big Ten ballers to the big leagues, it's all here on the Boiler Buzzer Beater.
1: Hello everyone. Welcome to Boiler Buzzer Beater. I'm your host Grant along with my co-host
0: Rebecca. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to episode 23.
1: That's right. That's right. We got a, we got a lot of we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Lots of wins this weekend for Purdue in almost every sport I can think of off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, no, it was awesome. Um we haven't really had a weekend like this in quite some time. So the vibes are the vibes are real good over here in West Lafayette.
1: That's right. Yeah. I was I've you know, my weekend's been a blast. I mean, I was able to go to the Purdue basketball game on Friday night against Moorhead State. I got to see that with my dad. It was really fun. And then um I was able to watch Purdue Minnesota football to not feel like wait going outside in the cold and standing there. Uh, you were probably at the game working at Rebecca.
0: Yes, yes, I was over there at uh, at Rossade. It was a little chilly, I will say. Mm-hmm.
1: But you you get those nice jackets that they give you. So yes, that is
0: that is true. We get to wear the, the big, big Ten sponsored jackets yeah,
1: exactly. And then um, we got I got to see Purdue women's basketball today defeat Southern University. All-around great wins. Purdue volleyball won against Michigan State here at Holloway. Um, yeah, like I said, just a lot of great stuff. Let's get right into it with some headlines here. So we got to talk about all the wins. So Purdue football comes up big against Minnesota, winning 49-30. to Easily Purdue's best offensive game this season. They improved to 3-7. and They get their second Big Ten win besides Illinois of this season. Um, right now, I think I'm I'm pretty confident of Purdue's offense going into the last two games of the season. We have Northwestern and Indiana. Both both aren't really that great. Northwestern's five and five overall. I use three and seven. Just overall, I think I really like Purdue's odds of you know finishing out the season strong. You know, just making a push for it. Um, even Ryan Walters, after Purdue's win uh, this this game, said, "Quote: Shout out to Rassade man." Like the atmosphere of this fan base, this community, it's unbelievable. It's so fun to be in front of you guys, and you guys just continue to show up and show out for our players. They really feed off that energy. Just overall, has been a great. Uh, I mean, Ryan Walters, he's had some learning, you know, some learning pains just like getting through the season, but I feel like it's been a decent season, Rebecca. Would, would, wouldn't you agree? Like, it, it wasn't, you know, horrible. I mean, would, would you define the season as like. Oh, okay, what what would you define this season? If you have like one or two words to say, like to say so far about this season, what would you say for Purdue football? Huh?
0: Um, I would say a new era new era I think you know when you're kind of starting to see some improvements, starting to see Ryan Walters maybe get his footing here in this most recent game. I mean, like you said, there's definitely been some growing pains and. Um, A couple struggle games, a couple games where we definitely should have pulled out a win and weren't able to, but I don't know. I think it could be the start of something good, especially if he's, you know, planning to stick around for a little bit. You know, he has his hand in recruiting in these next couple years. He's able to really formulate the team the way he wants it, you know, start to develop their culture, their identity. So I think it, yeah, I think it could be good, you know, obviously a little bit of a slow start this season, but, you know, hopefully we can win these last two games. That would, you know, be a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, as long as you don't look at Louisville's record and standings right now with Jeff Brom, they're currently ninth in the country, just you Dang. know, ranked, uh, ranking-wise. So, um, you know, and they've only had they only have one loss. But if you ignore that and you look at Purdue's, you know, success so far this year, so while this season might not have been a huge success, I think the real like victory would be finishing out the season strong, beating IU for the Oakenbuck and game. And just yeah, going in the next season with like an improved mentality of hey, we have new teams joining the conference, so no more Big Ten East and Big Ten West. Which by the way, if you look at the Big Ten West right now, I mean those standings, those standings like every team is uh they're all kind of equal except for Iowa, but like Northwestern, Nebraska, Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Minnesota are all tied in conference play at five and five, and then I Iowa's easily gonna win win the division. The and Purdue is in last in the Big Ten West with three and seven. Um, so yeah, yeah. Not great standings wise, but again, I still think this season was wasn't well, it hasn't been a terrible loss. I mean, I've enjoyed going to the games. I've I've enjoyed the new renovations for Ross Aid's one hundredth season. Um, yeah, it's just been great so far.
0: Absolutely. I think the renovations have really done a lot for the energy. Yeah. You know, really having that other side closed in, you know, you're surrounded on all sides. You've got you know, kind of new and improved student section, if you will. So, yeah, I mean, especially, like, walking on that little patio. Mm -hmm. Like, that's my, like, zone for, like, during the games. So, I love getting to stand at B-Gate and, like, see everybody come through and be all excited and, like, yeah, seeing people just, like, stand at that balcony and, like, look out onto the field. So, yeah, no, I agree. I think it's been a really nice kind of, like, homey atmosphere.
1: It definitely feels like a real football stadium now that it's all full. You can see everyone around you, especially if you're on the other side of the stadium which I haven't had the chance to do yet, but uh, it still looks really cool and really fun to be there. One more game at ross against IU. Hope you all show out, all you listeners. Make sure it might be Thanksgiving break for students. You might be going home, but uh, I know I am for sure going to be there. Let's move on to some men's basketball here. Uh, Let's talk about the first two games of the regular season here. Purdue basketball putting on a clinic against Samford and Moorhead State. Now, these are technically bye games, so... No, they're not always regarded as like, oh, you should take them with a grain of salt with how the players are playing. Um, but I still think that overall, Purdue has been looking great. They're third in the country. They won their last two games. They won against Sanford 98-45. to 45, and Then they won against Moorhead State 87-57. to Moorhead State I was able to go to, and uh, it was a little slow start for Purdue, but um, they eventually kicked up like just... Stepped on the gas pedal and did not look back. Um, They finished the the second half with 45 points compared to Moorhead's 28. And, you know, all the guys played really well. Like, Zach only he only had 18 points. Like, you know, normally he would have had, like, at least 25 or 30. But uh, Lance Jones, 15 points, second highest leading scorer on the Boilers. Uh, He was looking great. Six for 10, three for six for three. Um, You know, five rebounds. He's just been looking, like... Him and Brayden Smith have really improved. Well, since Lance Jones wasn't here last year, he he's looking great. Brayden Smith has looked like he's improved quite a bit so far. Um, Purdue even put on their they wanted to post on their social media about how they got a bunch of tweets about um, opposing coaches and like players and stuff. And Morehead State coach called Brayden Smith. They called him a, he called him a baller. And you know Morehead State coach also said Purdue's guards. You know he said he's a as so- Braden Smith. He didn't even know he's a sophomore. Lance Jones. He said fifty five. 55 that guy can play just overall I think Purdue basketball I mean my opinion I've been trying to go to every game but uh, Rebecca I know you I know you haven't had the chance yet to go see Purdue basketball but um, are you after hearing this news are you planning on going to a game now?
0: Yeah, no, I mean I've been planning on it before. I've got all the tickets sitting there in my wallet. But mm-hmm. um it's you know, school gets busy, That's life true. life gets in the way. That's true. But yeah, no, they're playing um again here tomorrow. So hopefully tomorrow I'll be able to make it.
1: Yes, I am planning on going tomorrow. I'm trying to get one of our other friends to come uh as well because he has not been to he's in the same position you are. But uh they're playing Xavier here, at the Gavit Games here at Mackey Arena. Tomorrow at 8.30, late start, by That the is
0: way. a late game. Mm-hmm. Xavier is a good team, though.
1: A, yeah, they're a decent team. They're definitely better than Moorhead State and Samford, so it'll be a good test for this new Purdue team. Uh, Some of the other players I had some notes on here, Fletcher Lawyer, still looking a little bit on and off depending on his shooting, Um, which, I mean, he's getting open shots, and he finished last game. Well, he only finished last game with two points. He only took two shots, which is crazy, in 27 minutes. So as a guy, he's supposed to be a good you know, shooter, which is crazy, but... Um yeah, otherwise, uh, some of the other players, Trey Kaufman-Wren, still looking great to me, especially playing with Zach Eady, I feel like he understands his role. because Zach likes to get in his spot in the paint, and uh, Trey can always just, like, go uh, on you know, outside in the paint a little bit and take the ball in if he needs to or pass to Zach. Just overall, chemistry's looking great. Uh, Miles Colvin, freshman, getting some playing time. He had eight points, three for three shooting, two for two from three in 12 minutes. He's looking to me like a stud. That was my one-word one, one word impression of him so far. And I hope uh, Painter gives him some more minutes. He only got 12 minutes so far off the bench. But, yeah, just really nice to see Purdue getting some dubs. And I hope to be there tomorrow night to watch Purdue beat Xavier. And Duke lost this weekend. Duke was ranked second. So Purdue, if they uh, – well, actually, it won't matter. Tomorrow, Monday, the rankings come out at, at, like, noon every Monday. Purdue will move up to number two in the country right behind Kansas. Uh, so that'll be fun to see. Not, not, then all the, like, expectations go up, and then Purdue hits number one, and then they lose to a bad unranked team. <laughs> um, yeah. That, that's enough men's basketball, though, Rebecca. Women's basketball, we just came back from the game. We I mean, did. What we, what a game.
0: Oh, my gosh. It, it was so much fun being back in Mackey. I love, especially the start of the season when you get to see the new hype music, the new intros, the new walkouts, all that good stuff, but no it's you know a great place to be we love watching that team and so it i'm so excited for the next couple months um they did they did pretty well today against southern university first of all south of what we still don't really know um but you know it's southern so we'll we'll take that with what it is
1: they're in uh, louisiana
0: well i mean i guess that is the south then yeah. um they are southern so i'll i'll let them have that um, but, no, Purdue put on a decent showing today, um, pulled out a win 67-50. to 50. Um, You know, I, I probably would have liked to have seen it, a, you know, a little bit of a wider margin. But, I mean, hey, let's, you know, give Southern some credit. They were some good players. They were real scrappy. Um, their foul numbers were, were crazy. I think we had three players with four fouls, and then one girl fouled out. Um, was very upset about it. Um, kicked a cup she across kicked, the she court. Kicked, she
1: kicked, like, the chair and a cup and got a technical foul. Yeah. Like, a few minutes remaining in the game.
0: Yep, but I mean, hey, yeah, they you know they put on a decent show, but no, Purdue looked really, really good. Um, you know, we saw Mary Ashley Stevenson in the lineup in the starting lineup. Yeah, starting I think lineup she's, as a
1: freshman. She's,
0: um, was she? I believe she started the game before as well. So this might be you know a little bit of a streak game. here. Okay. Um, starting, to, but no, I liked her. I think she was really versatile. She looked pretty good. Yeah. No, especially I like the way that her and uh, Caitlin Harper are kind of taking turns, like under the basket but like mm. one of them's always there so it's nice you know she had a lot of rebounds
1: they're both forwards mm-hmm. yeah uh Mary Ashley Stevenson finished 13 points more points than Caitlin Harper five yeah. rebounds uh one block um you know, Madison Lane took over 21 points she didn't have any points against UCLA um in the blowout loss uh last week but good to see her take over 21 points here uh Abby Ellis doing her thing still 14 points uh, Rashonda Jones off the bench, four points. I thought some of the freshmen struggled. I think maybe it was because of their first home game, but um, mm-hmm. like McKenna Layden and uh, Emily Monson. Emily Monson, that's right, yeah. Uh, they're both zero points. Layden had four rebounds, but um, and then Mila Re- Reynolds also had zero points as well.
0: She had like one minute though.
1: True. Yes. Yeah, so she th- yeah. They might have got not have gotten a ton of playing time, but I think Coach Gerald's is still trying to figure out. Uh, the lineups, I mean, there's, there are a lot of new freshmen coming in. Uh, it is really surprising to see that there's no, you know, there's no freshmen from last year here this year at all.
0: Yeah, that that is interesting. It, it does kind of feel like we, uh, we lost a whole class, sort mm-hmm.
1: of. So it's a whole new learning curve again for the whole team.
0: But, I mean, the people we have here, you know, just from what it looks like both on and off the court, it looks like, you know, the camaraderie is better. It looks like they're starting to kind of get a feel for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you know, that just goes to show what Katie Gerald's recruiting can do. I mean, they were what, you know, one of the top ranked recruiting classes in the country. Um, and I think, yeah, I think, you know, maybe if it's a slow start for some of the freshmen to get their footing, I do think we're going to be able to see, you know, some of that impact later on in the season, because, you know, again, it's a long season, they have some time to grow, get their footing. Um, and I think we can expect some big things to come from some of them.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for, um, our next, you know, next couple of games. Uh, next this week on Thursday, uh, they play Texas A and M back here at Mackey. So yeah, that'll be game. exciting. Mm-hmm. Speaking of women's basketball, though, Rebecca, so I see here that LSU fell to Colorado first time since '99. The national championships have fallen in the home opener.
0: Yeah, um, I yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Um, and it was it was kind of a decent loss too, you know. Mm-hmm. And so lost by
1: like, like fifteen. Mm-hmm. Points, I believe exactly I mean
0: granted Colorado is still a halfway decent team but no I think that was definitely worth noting um it might be some indication that there's going to be a little bit of uh shaking up this season you know some interesting I feel like that's always interesting you know I think basketball is one of those sports where you know there's kind of a lot more ebbs and flows especially because it's a longer season but mm-hmm. you know you've got you've got some uh some interesting outcomes
1: yeah well it's crazy to see also these outcomes like you're talking about they usually don't see them this early in the season because these mm-hmm. are supposed to be, like, buy games or, like, you know, games are like, oh, okay, yeah, let's just see how our team is and the fact that LSU lost. Um, but also, I just realized today, um, UConn, a number two team, lost as well. Oh, really? They lost to NC State. Oh, NC wow. State's not, not ranked at all. Um, crazy. So, they, they lost by 11. So, yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot of shakeups here. Uh, yeah, men's basketball, Duke lost. Uh, iu right now number nine in the country is losing to number 15 stanford by 33 points oh, wow. 87 to 54 three minutes left in the fourth quarter but yeah like i said it's gonna it's gonna be a crazy year uh, for women's basketball speaking of well not speaking of women's basketball but um speaking of purdue sports speaking of women well, speaking of women <laughs> yeah exactly uh purdue volleyball we were just about to talk about here beat minnesota three to one on friday November 10th, and then they played Michigan State today at Holloway, and Purdue wins three to one after a wild second set with Purdue winning 30 to 28. Uh, went went a little long there, um, but this week volleyball plays number two Wisconsin, who are tw- who's 23 and two, and then on Friday November 17th, and then versus Maryland 15 and 12. Rebecca, I, I bet you're going to be there for the the all the all the just to talk. Not to talk to, just to maybe text all your Maryland friends, be like, "Oh, well, we beat you in volleyball."
0: Yeah, no, I I always like watching Maryland play in pretty much any sport, but volleyball in particular, we had a fun interaction with the Maryland team when they played here last year. Yeah, um, so we've got like a little bit of banter going with them. It'll be fun to keep Mm up. mm -hmm. Um, but no, I think that's definitely a winnable game for us. Um, you know, Wisconsin, that's you know, gonna be a little bit of a stretch. Um. But, you know, for the last couple home games of the season, I think Maryland especially would be a really good one to pull out a win. Um, so I will try to be there, hopefully.
1: Yeah, for those who aren't, like, OG listeners, maybe they don't remember, is that what what happened with the Maryland volleyball player uh, last year was that uh, she was about to serve the ball. However, uh, there was something with, like, you know, some, something with the officials they had to stop, like, and... Well they didn't stop it, they were just talking for a bit. And so it was like a whole minute and you know, the Purdue volleyball, the block party, they have a whole thing where they do different stuff depending on the serve. And they were doing a thing where everyone like like waves. Everyone's their like
0: screaming and doing spirit screaming fingers. Screaming and doing yeah, yelling yeah, at this girl yeah, yelling waiting at this for girl her to serve.
1: For a whole minute. And we did not let up. And then she eventually what she like turned around yeah, she and she turns it. around
0: and she does it right back at us. Yeah. And they have it on the it was on the Big Ten broadcast. So there's a clip of it out there that was going all over Twitter. Um, you know, just saying that the block party brings the energy and the, mm-hmm. the other players having fun with it. Yeah, I hope she comes back. She seemed nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I, we are. We can check that, but yeah, for sure. Um, and then number two, Wisconsin. I will be attending this game, even though I forgot to get a ticket this this morning, so I will my have gosh. to buy one. Yeah,
0: that's fair.
1: Yeah, but uh, besides volleyball, Rebecca, let's talk about some more women. women's soccer, women. Gotham FC. Love women. How does the NWSL championship go?
0: Oh my gosh. What a game that was. It was, I mean, first of all, the hype surrounding it is crazy because we have two legends um, in Megan Rapinoe and Ali Krieger, one for each team that was playing. um, And it was, you know, they both announced their retirement from soccer at the end of the season. um, And so, yeah, it was the last game for both of them. One of them was going to go home a winner. And then devastatingly, Megan Rapinoe tore her Achilles like between three and six minutes into the game. So like at the very beginning, goes down, and it is, you know, everybody is, like, jaw-dropped, like, knows this is bad. All the other players immediately stop and are, like, going over to hugger and everything. So probably not the way that she expected her uh, last game to go. Um, but Allie Krieger, on the other hand, ends her career in, one could say, the highest of highs. Um, because, yeah, she uh, pulled out the win with her team Gotham. Um, beat OL Reign 2-1 to one in the championship. It, that also was wild, too. Um, so, like, the 96th minute, so we're in stoppage time at this point, um, Gotham is up 2-1 to still, and the Gotham Keeper... I believe it was Gotham. The Gotham Keeper um, gets... There's something that they're looking at at VAR. It might have been a handball. It might have been a foul. I don't really know. It was something at the top of the box. Um, Well, anyway, they send her off the field, and so what do they have to do when this happens is they have to... Put her jersey on. They pick one of the field players off the field, and put her in goal. And so they got this random go- girl. They're slapping gloves on her, mm. sticking her in the goal. And then, um, oh well, Rain has a free kick, and I think they missed it in general. But yeah, that, what a wild, wild ending to that event. Um, I don't know, but yeah, everyone was really happy for Ali Krieger. Um, she's teased potentially coaching in the NWSL. Um, recently she got her B license, which means she's eligible to coach professionally, basically. And there are quite a few openings in the league, um, with, you know, we discussed in a previous episode, um, that a bunch of players or a bunch of coaches were fired recently. Um, so who knows? That would be cool, especially because she's from Virginia and there's an opening to coach the Washington spirit, question mark, question mark. That would be pretty cool to return home, but never, never know until that she's, uh, riding out the high of winning that game. But there was a lot of controversy in terms of the uh, the commentating, too. Uh, Carly Lloyd was announced to be commentating, and people were really not happy about it. Um, one, because since her retirement, she's had quite a few uh, unsavory comments made towards the national team, the NWSL, different players in general. Um, it's also a little bit of a conflict of interest because she is um, a sponsor or a partial owner of Gotham. So everyone was like, hmm, that's a little interesting. Um, I'm not a fan of her personally or as a player, so I was in that group that was like, why is she commentating? But, you know, what can you do about that? Until then, congrats to Gotham. What a game that was. Marks the end of the season, and I will now be counting down the days until the next season starts.
1: When when does next season start for NWSL?
0: Um, preseason should start, like, m- end of March, and then they'll have their first game like, preseason games probably middle of April, end of April. So I might get to see a Chicago-slash-Louisville game while I'm out here. Nice. Usually they have, like, nice, one nice. or two games before I head home for the summer.
1: Nice. Then MLS is going on playoffs right now as well, yeah. I believe. Yep. Um, I don't think – see, I'm not a big MLS guy, so I was trying to think is um, – what is it? The Miami, United, wherever the team Messi is Miami. In miami is miami I don't think they're still in it. It doesn't look like
0: – I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I haven't been uh, keeping tabs on that much.
1: That's okay, because the true sport is going on right now. Basketball has its own tournament going on right now, in-season tournament. Uh, let's talk some NBA headlines real quick here. All you NBA fans, There's some. i have been some unexpected teams moving up into standings, even though it's only been about 10 games, 11 games so far in the league. Uh, Pacers, Indiana Pacers are currently 6-3, although I say that right now, as they're playing the Philadelphia 76ers, and they're down 17 points. <laughs> Oh man! it's going to be a rough season. uh Houston Rockets, Minnesota Timberwolves, and Dallas Mavericks are all in the top four in the West. All these teams have really were really not expected to be that high up in the western Conference, especially like the Houston Rockets, considering how bad they were. but then again, I said this is a very small sample size. You can very easily just say that they're having a false start and that they're probably not going to be that they're probably not going to be that good um but who knows? Who knows? That's uh, that's the fun thing about the NBA. You never know what's gonna happen. And then yeah, like I said before, NBA has its first in season tournament this year. Uh so far the games are happening this month. And for those who don't know what the in season tournament is, it's that uh each every Tuesday and Friday, um teams will play uh let's see, they're they're each placed in in a division and there's six divisions of five. And you play the four other teams in the in that division throughout the month of November, and then depending on how well you do, um, the top eight teams go into or six top six teams plus two wild card teams go to Vegas to play in the semifinals, and then uh, the the final four. It's kind of it's kind of like soccer because soccer is a lot of in season tournaments like that where you play for different things. And the NBA was trying to like I guess they've been trying to incentivize people to watch the regular season. Because Rebecca, wouldn't you say that watching eighty-two games of basketball might be a little much for the average uh, viewer? Maybe someone who doesn't, you know, isn't like a basketball head.
0: Yeah, that. I mean, that. who that is quite the commitment. Mm-hmm.
1: You're watching games from October all the way until April, which is when the playoffs begin. Um, yeah, so the NBA has been trying to be like, hey, well, like these teams, they're, they are playing for something else, and they try to make the games more competitive. They got me to invest in NBA League Pass, which is like gives you the opportunity to watch every almost every basketball game that's played. Still can't watch Pacers games because they're blacked out. It's a, a local area. But other than that, I can still watch a lot of games. But I, I've I've been really uh impressed by the in-season tournament. I was able to go to the first game uh against the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't think I mentioned this before in the last podcast, but maybe I did. But I was able to go to the Pacers uh game against the Cleveland Cavaliers in their first in-season tournament and the, even weirder for the in-season tournament is that NBA said that all 30 teams have their own custom court for the in-season tournament. And they're, then they all look really weird. So, Rebecca, I can show you pictures here. Well, why they say really weird is that they try to make it look like there's no wood. So, it's like a solid color on the court with, like, a stripe on it. And each team has, like, a, a different variation of it. So, the Pacers is, like, a, like, neon blue. Like, not normally, like, their color and as it is a little decisive, um, I'm trying to see if I can get images for you here. Okay, so like here is the Pacers court.
0: Oh, um,
1: it, gl- it looks like for listeners, it looks kind of like a tennis court in a way because yeah. it's like a solid color.
0: It's giving like a tennis court or like like,
1: like, like there's like the bowls. Chicago bowls is all red.
0: It's giving like community rec center.
1: Community rec center. Yeah. Yeah, it's. It, I think it spices it up a little bit, but. At the same time, it definitely looks really weird just to people. I mean, and I guess for the it's kind of cool. Like, yeah, I it must, <laughs> it's got
0: to be interesting to, like, look at while you're playing. I feel like I would yeah. kind of get, like, almost, like, get, like, a headache or nauseous Maybe. trying to watch the Maybe. game. Maybe. I
1: mean, I I was there. Like, I had d- good seats, and I was, like, uh, it, it didn't look terrible. Then again, I wasn't looking at the court most of the time. I was looking at the players.
0: I feel like it'd be harder to see the players though, especially like from high up. No,
1: the Pacers were wearing their new city jerseys too, so they're black jerseys. Oh, so First that, time yeah, they've they've had sense. a black jersey in their history. So oh, wow. Interesting, interesting look. But I think it I think it looks pretty good for them. Uh, anyways, that's the rest of the NBA headlines there. Um I will come back next week with some more NBA headlines, try to think of some more stuff here. But um yeah, NBA hopping in a full full throttle here, full season going whole going ahead. Yeah.
0: All right. So today for overtime, um, what we are going to do is Gran and I are going to quiz each other a little bit. Um, so we are gonna have three ish um random sports logos picked out and we're gonna have to describe the logos to the other person. But you can't say the name or yeah, you can't say like the name of the team. So like obviously like the lion's mascot is like a picture of a lion. You can't just be like, Oh yeah, it's a lion. So you have to kind of figure out how to work around, um, and describe, yeah, describe what the logo is, and see if the other person can guess.
1: And this is any sport, correct? Yes, any okay. sport. Are we doing like, well, okay, let's define any sports. It's like one of the four like major sport li- pro sport leagues in the US, like NFL, MLB, NHL, and NBA. Or is there more? Um, that's the that's probably the extent I could I could give you my. I mean, I guess I could guess it
0: yeah we can go with that,
1: okay All right. just making sure
0: yeah I mean there my I mean the list I'm looking at had a couple like big name soccer teams, but they're like like champions league teams, okay, the massive ones, okay, so I don't know, you may or may not be able to get those
1: okay, well, you go ahead and start then, and I will
0: i'm gonna start okay, um let's see okay, um, for this logo. It is kind of a tire looking thing. It looks like a tire um and ooh, there's words I can't say, okay, I'm trying to think about how i I can phrase this okay, so there's a tire, and then the things that birds use to fly um is Wings? coming out of the tire, and the color is not orange, but it's like a darker, kind of similar to orange
1: similar to orange, so red. Red Wings, the Detroit Red Wings. Yes, it is. <laughs> there you go. Wow, yeah, that's 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 good there. Okay, uh, let me think here. Okay, um, okay, so this one, I, I'll I'll give you a little hint. It is a football team. Okay, just narrow it down. You might you might know it, might not. Um, it looks like there's it's so it's like circular. However, it looks like there's flames coming out of it, and in the in the middle of the circle, there appears to be looks like a sword, but it also resembles a letter, too. Or it looks like a knife or a sword. And There's some stars in the circle, too. Um, it's got flames coming out, like, the back left side of it, so the circle's here. And it's got, like, fire coming out of it. And it looks like it's about to, like, stab something or, like, you know, take uh, over. It kind of looks like a letter. It has, it has blue in it.
0: The Titans?
1: That is correct. Oh, nice. Tennessee... Tennessee Titans, you are correct. Oh sweet. Yeah. All right. You're up next.
0: Okay. Um this logo is um so it's a circle and it's got orange and blue. And the it's got like a city skyline in the background in blue. And okay. then the orange piece. Kind of looks like the stitching on the ball.
1: For oh, it's the it's the Mets. Yes. Yeah. Let's say city skyline. That's the only one I could think of there. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um. Hmm. Interesting. In- interesting. I gotta think of a tough one now. Um, okay. Let's try. Let's try this one here. Okay, so this one is also an NFL team, okay. but it, it has a. It's like a flag, waving around, and it's like something that you wouldn't want to see. It's a red flag, you wouldn't want to see it back. Back in the day, you wouldn't want to see it if you saw it. You'd be scared.
0: Confederate flag? No, 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 no! Not <laughs> a Confederate flag.
1: It's solid red flag with something on it. It has the that oh um
0: a, the Buccaneers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't want to see. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a skull, fair. Uh, it's like a flag. red flag. You wouldn't want to <laughs> no, see no confederates flag. Okay, please. that's fair. Okay.
0: Um. Last one from you, Rebecca. Um. Okay, this one's fun. So. Um, it's an upside down triangle. Okay. And it wait, is... wait wait wait. What
1: do you mean upside down triangle? Like the point is at the bottom.
0: Okay. Okay. It looks like that. the Upside down okay. triangle, and. The mascot is playing the game, like, on top of the triangle. So it's, yeah, it's upside down triangle, and then, like, all across the front of the triangle
1: mm-hmm.
0: is the mascot of the team. Okay. And it's gold and blackish.
1: Gold and blackish? Yes. Well, I was thinking of the Saints, but that wouldn't make sense. The mascot is playing on top of the the triangle?
0: I guess I can th- it's, it's playing hockey.
1: Oh hockey, okay. Um is it the what is it? The Penguins? Yes. Okay. I was gonna say I don't, I didn't know a lot of NHL teams, but I, I did I did know that one there. I didn't know he was playing oh okay. Oh I just found it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Okay, well let me think of my last one here. Uh as we finish off our overtime segment. Uh I gotta make it a little challenging. Can't just Go be for it. A- stump me. Thump you? Yeah. Okay, okay. So this one is a basketball team. I do basketball team. And this basketball team uh really likes to emphasize hard work. Okay. And it's a circle. Mm-hmm. Inside of it though, is tools that would help you do that hard work. And you know, it would be very oh, strenuous um, work.
0: The nuggets?
1: Yeah, nice. wow, it was really tools. easy for you. Yeah. The pickaxes, yep. Pick yeah, that was really easy. You stumped me. All right, well, that's that's all we got, I guess, for overtime here. Um, maybe we'll have to do this again sometime. Yeah, this that was, was fun. This, this was really fun.
0: I yeah, I did. I want to take like one of these quizzes now. Maybe you and I will take the same quiz and yeah. we'll see who gets more of them right. That'd be good because I, I could name results. a lot of
1: these. Maybe not hockey, but um, yeah, that was really fun.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you all for joining us on this lovely evening. Whenever you are listening. Um, we love getting to talk to you guys. We have some big exciting stuff coming up this week, so we will be back at you next week with another episode. Until then, I'm Rebecca. I'm here with Grant, and this has been Boiler Buzzer Beater. Go Pacers.